This is episode 000028. Warning, this episode may contain peanuts. Brought to you by Tone Butter. (laughs) It's the tone control. Peanut butter, almond butter, cashew butter, tongue butter. (laughs) Oh, does it come in in chunky or smooth? (laughs) You need that really chunky tone butter, crunchy butter, crunchy tone, crunchy tone butter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you make? Uh, you, you, I know you. You don't have time to just fucking drop graphics whenever you want, but you should definitely make up like a package for what tone butter would look like in the grocery store. Oh, man, yeah, that'd be really funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's the morning. Yes, good morning. To good morning. You. We're recording in the morning because it's uh, the Thanksgiving holiday uh, hyper weekend, right? Uh, here um, yeah. in the states. How do you call yeah, that? It's like a five-day weekend or yeah, something? I don't know. I, I took today off of work. We get Thanksgiving as a federal holiday, and then our company gives us the day after because everyone takes it off anyway. Right. So now everyone's <laughs> just taking the day before as well. So I have uh, I have the rest of the week off. And uh, you're, you know, rocking and rolling with your yeah, family coming by, I, right? I, and I so, decide what days I take off. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but also my family's coming. My parents are going to be arriving um, a few hours after we finish this recording today. Boom. So we're taking today awesome. off. We're going to be finishing up some house cleaning and whatnot. Um, and yeah. I definitely rolled out of bed later than I expected to this morning because I was up <laughs> super late last night with like a thousand like work requests. All like this, the front half of this week has just been people. All, it's people trying to get stuff done before the mega holiday weekend. It must be because I, and I'm getting on with them. Like, look, um, there's no it's way the we're going to negotiate weekend. this and start the project <laughs> before the holiday weekend. Like we're going to be yeah. starting this next Monday. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah if, like yesterday, I realized I'm not going back to work until December. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. So anyway, anyway, yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna do a little daytime. We'll see if we're as funny and loopy as we are, or as unfunny and unloopy as we are. Yeah, sober. Huh? <laughs> I mean, at night. I mean. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hey, so uh, a follow-up before the follow-up. <laughs> I saw earlier this week Fenders releasing their wine again this year. <laughs> uh, I, refresh my memory. Did we come down on that thumbs up or thumbs down on Fender wine? I think we came down on it like... Huh? <laughs> it's basically just their name on somebody's somebody else's yeah. wine. This, this is a way for them to make money on the on sort guitars. of yeah on the sort <laughs> of person who knows a guitarist but doesn't know them well enough to not say something like "So, how's the guitar going?" Right. When they are you see still you? playing the guitar? Are you still yeah. playing the guitar? 
They yeah. are the sort of person who the would one? give you this wine as a gift. <laughs> hey, look, it's this fender on it. And you'd be like, hey, oh, look, wow. Oh, you bought me Telecaster wine. You'd feign Made interest. Made from real Telecasters. Be nice and stuff. And <laughs> it might be good. I don't know. I'm, I am I don't know. It's probably great. <laughs> Why not? They, fender they should, should beer. Fender should hire out good, good wine, right? So, yeah. I remember it being expensive. So Yeah. So I mean, naturally. Right. We, we hope. It's not all profit margin. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that, that's that. Uh, but uh, before we dig into it, I guess we should say thanks to Pedal Genie, as usual, for sponsoring the Tone Control. And uh, yeah, more about that later. We couldn't do more it about that later. Find them on the web. They're a website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about like sweet new deals from TC real quick. A little quick follow-up on that flight time delay we talked about. Some what I think is total bullshit from Gibson. Some cool <laughs> bullshit from Gibson. Uh, a sweet guitar case Kickstarter and a, a new <laughs> Mac Daddy of pedals, guitar pedals from uh, Eventide. So, yes. Yeah. Aha. Aha. Yes. So, remember, you had the scoop on how to get a Ditto Looper last time. That's correct. Now, uh, I looked into it a little further, and uh, the Hall of Fame Mini, Corona Mini, Shaker Mini, and Vortex Mini are all now $99. Right. Instead of their $129. So or that's that's a tremolo, a reverb, and a uh, it's a vibrato oh, uh, shaker, reverb. Shaker's, shaker's vibrato. Oh. Chorus vibrato, uh, and flanger. Vibrato, reverb, chorus, and flanger. So pick three and get a ditto looper. Yep. Wait, and the ditto is, it, looper. is it an X2? You wrote X2 on the notes. It was just the mini ditto oh, looper before. Oh yeah. So Oh no no, no. there's there's a, there's a different deal. There's two deals. Oh, so you two buy deals, any two of deals. buy any of the minis, which are all now ninety nine bucks, and you get a Ditto Looper free with a rebate. Oh, I just so you confused that whole news item, yes. didn't I? So so you buy three any full size TC pedals uh, with like the four knob control, and you yeah. get a free Ditto X two. So ah, which that's, is the that's two switch super duper looper job. right? Which is a hundred and seventy nine dollar value. So cool. that's pretty neat. Yeah, if you're uh, they they do this like every year, some sort of buy two or three, get something free around the holidays. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. We also talked about the flight time delay, and we were speculating on the price. And uh, MSRP, I found, I think from Premier Guitar, is $430. This is the <laughs> one uh, from uh, Lexicon, right? Or with Lexicon no, licensed that's, that, patterns? that's the reverb from Digital. Oh, shoot, yes, of? that's right. That's the, the flight time is the no buttons. No knobs. No all knobs. <laughs> See what happens in the morning? Uh, it's beginning already. This is going to be the most confusing show we've ever you're done. You're like half right on everything so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a bizarre fog. I haven't had anything to eat. I have a bagel uh, with peanut butter all over it sitting right here next to me. Do um, it, man. So if you hear what sounds like peanut butter, it's probably peanut butter. <laughs> it's a tone butter. It's a tone butter. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Bam. Um, okay, so I think I've made it through and unconfused myself a little bit through the quick rundown and follow-up <laughs> section. Let's see okay. how badly yeah. I can screw up the news segments. First up. Well, sort of. I'm not done yet. What? <laughs> you more? screwed it up. There's more in the quick rundown. Oh, my God. I thought I'd... <laughs> this could have been a news story, but I didn't think it was like worthy to talk about for at length. <laughs> yeah. But um, so Gibson has released the Explorer Blackout. Are you looking at this thing? Um, clicking now. Hold on. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, yes. It's a black Explorer. 
<laughs> Did they not already make them an explorer in black? They made it. They made a black explorer with a white pick guard. Oh, so, so this anyway, is a, this, is, this is the double fudge of explorers. <laughs> it's the dark chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> extra special. Those split so diamond inlays are kind of cool. Yeah, so that's that's kind of that's kind of the difference is is right there. So it's all black, black everything. Mm-hmm. There is none more black. <laughs> it's a pastel black. <laughs> it's a pastel. It has it has some high output pickups, I guess, that are kind of neat, but uh, they're black. Uh, it has black binding on a black neck, which to me looks what? like looks like no binding. That looks like <laughs> I want to be able to charge four hundred more dollars for this. Yeah. Oh, it's got black binding. We painted it the same color as the body, so you can't tell if it's there. What the hell is that about? <laughs> Yeah, okay. so the guitar, it's 2000 bucks, and it's black, and it's got some cool inlays. I don't know. On that page, they're, like, marketing this, the shape of the Explorer headstock as a feature. Okay. <laughs> it's well, got tuners. I mean, strictly speaking, I guess it's a feature in the I sense guess, that it's, it's not on like the guitar. The, the Explorer has never known another headstock, so... <laughs> so they have, say, like, like, a list oh, yeah, of features... And this Explorer has the famed Explorer headstock. Whoa! Like, what else would it have? Come on. <laughs> is So, is Gibson a clown now? I don't know what their deal is. I don't get it. I mean, it, this is just a money-making... They're a money-making machine, basically. They're like, guys, th- there was a meeting about this. Like, let's make an Explorer that's, like, real black. <laughs> well, their last money-making idea, which I thought should have been totally sufficient, was let's just charge more for everything. You're right. That, that, I mean, paper. that's a very simple <laughs> money-making idea, right? Ask uh, for more more dollars. Yeah, make people give us more money for what we're doing. That's, I mean, I there mean, they're it going is. After, they're going after a certain crowd here. But the thing is, like, I, I don't know. If Have you ever looked at a black explorer with a white pickguard and said, mm, not black enough? Well, not personally. I, I, would buy it. I, I don't know. I mean, I, the Explorer. I don't know. Okay, now the Explorer just, is a pretty cool guitar, though. Yeah, I and, agree. And I've heard that they they balance really well for whatever reason. Are they heavy I've like Les Pauls? Too. I've never played one. Uh, they're they don't have the maple top and all that jazz, but um, and they're they're a thinner body mm-hmm. than a Les Paul. But um, they also like like SGs. They feel very far to the left when you play them to me. Right, so the the pegs, the the strap pegs are in a similar spot to SGs, right? Yeah, kind of. It just it feels like the guitar is not like the, the your right hand is not kind of centered over you. It's more to the left. I don't. It's just like it's not actually that way. It just kind of feels that way because of the body shape. But hmm. um, anyway, I just think it's kind of ridiculous that they're like, it's new, it's improved, it's black. Buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hmm. the only difference is like it's got some other pickups that you can still buy elsewhere and black hardware. <laughs> like, I don't know. I could make one of those for the cost of a regular Explorer, which is not two thousand dollars. Oh well, that's the other detail too. I guess I didn't realize this was an upcharge for the regular. I think I think it is. I don't know what an Explorer actually goes for these days, but I don't recall it well, being plus, that this much. Is, this is like an MSRP, right? This isn't a street yeah. price. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's that typical. You yeah. know, f them. FM. So, but the cool thing that Gibson is doing is ready for the news. Pump it now. They have released the Dave Grohl ES three thirty five.
re-released, right? Re-released, I guess. I had no idea it was even out in the first place, so I I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is super cool looking, I think. Whenever I see him playing this thing, I'm like, damn it, Gibson, put that thing out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's built to the specs of a vintage 335. He talks about uh, this guitar in the Sound City movie. Yes, he does. He basically yeah. says, like, almost every Foo Fighters every track like, has this yeah. on it somewhere. Right. So it's based on the Trini Lopez model, if you're familiar with that. Um, but instead of a trapeze tailpiece, it's got a stop tail, like Les Paul style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Trini Lopez just has, like, a, a much, you know, the, the long, like, uh, bridge tailpiece all the way down to the strap Right, button. which looks really long on that body shape. It is, it's, and it's a much older style. Yeah. Uh, but just like the Trini Lopez, it's got the diamond F-holes, which are kind of cool, which I guess aren't really F-holes. They're like diamond They're holes. They're di- diamond <laughs> holes? <laughs> F-holes that aren't really F-holes at all. Yeah. Uh, it's got the cool, really cool Firebird six-in-line headstock, which I think is like one of the like trademarks of this guitar. Whenever I yes. see it coming, it's like, that is the coolest looking thing I've ever seen. Now there's a headstock uh, you can rave about. You right, can put that because as it a doesn't, feature. It doesn't really go on that guitar any other time than these two models. So, right. uh, And on that are mini Grover tuners, so that's neat. Um, One-piece rosewood fingerboard, and it's got those split diamond inlays. Looks super sharp. Uh, it comes in Pelham blue or gold metallic. I've never seen the gold metallic one. I've only seen him play the blue one and a cherry red one. Uh, right, the, I, I don't know if the gold is a new color or what. But mm-hmm. Well, maybe it doesn't there, look maybe particularly gold either. Right, it's like a... It's like a faded, like a khaki desert storm gold. <laughs> How's that peanut butter? Um, I'm trying really hard to not talk <laughs> with my mouth full of peanut butter because I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, let's let's put it this way: we're gonna lose listeners today. <laughs> I'm trying to stem the flow of listeners leaving the show by talking with my mouth full as little as possible. Do any of our listeners have a peanut allergy? oh boy that one's going to be high in the running because really we need to put that warning up top (laughs) yeah warning this episode contains peanuts (laughs) (laughs) it's a little on the nose but I think it might work (laughs) anyway okay anyway so Dave Grohl back to Dave Grohl So, yeah, Pelham Blue or Gold Metallic, both really nice looking. Mm-hmm. Um, it has Gibson Burst Bucker 2 and 3s Yep. Uh, for that classic PAF tone, they call it. Those are in a lot of guitars, so that's neat. Yep. Uh, this is a really super limited run. There's 200 pieces in blue and 400 in the gold. So if you want to get your hands on one. more of the gold ones? That's- I know. I think that's to make the blue, like, yeah. even more coveted. Gibson I've also are heard- clowns. That's what this is. They're just like, hey, you know, what would be, you know what else would be a dumb idea? Let's make more of the dumb color. Oh yeah, that's great, Johnny. Do it. Uh, hell, I think Gibson. I've heard that. Uh, I don't know if this is true anymore. I've heard Pelham Blue is a difficult color to make. Oh fuck that! <laughs> it's 2014. We can. Fucking land on a comet. You can make Pelham Blue <laughs> you guitars. Can make Pelham Give me Blue. A fucking yeah. break. <laughs> I think this episode is going to be better than usual. Maybe. We should record I don't in the know. morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the MSRP on this uh, thirty seven hundred dollars. 
Do you need a tissue? I don't know. I, I, I need a drink <laughs> is what I need. <laughs> it's before noon, so. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It looks really cool. I bet it plays great. Um, the whole guitar is painted, too. So, like, the mm-hmm. back of the, the neck and the back of the headstock are all oh, painted to match. Oh, that's Yeah, that looks really cool. It does look really cool. They're big guitars, 335s. Yeah. An individual 335 for a distinctly alternative artist, it says here at the bottom of the sheet. And 200 alternative fans. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 400 hey, u- unique people. I think I, did I mention this on, on the... Truly unique. True. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, how unique, though? Uh... I think I probably posted it to the Facebook or whatever, but I I noticed the other day that the new Foo Fighters oh. album, <laughs> what tens <laughs> is sorted as tens alternative. Yeah, I so, was just watching Sonic Highways uh, before we started. The, the tens are a musical era already. <laughs> yeah, and apparently the Foo Fighters is that genre. <laughs> They're also nineties alternative. Yeah, and I was thinking, <laughs> like, wouldn't this more accurately be like aughts alternative? Like, how would you say that? I guess you'd say you'd just say two thousands, two thousands alternative. Because I feel like that was sort of that was, you know, peak oil. Like that was probably peak Foo Fighters. It was also peak rock. Like that's it was the thing. I, it I've was, talked about this for a, a, with a lot of different people, and those were the days of guitar music on the radio. Yeah, and I don't really think uh, that we're there anymore. And and Foo Fighters are as they've become a really important band since then because they're still like one of the only rock like true rock yeah. rock bands that are on the radio and still making good music i mean and i mean this yeah. isn't like to, i i don't mean to say like the foo fighters good music was back then because i think their recent albums have been really great as well i do too but the sound like the foo fighters still to me sound very much like they did back then and i mean i think they're aging yeah. in a way that they're not just making the same record over and over but they're also like what they like to produce i guess is is that sound. So I think they're going to settle nicely into a band that you could say is from the 10s or whatever, you know, like someday from now. But like, when did The Color and the Shape come out? Oh gosh, that was one of the first CDs I ever bought. And I mean, I was a little late to the buying CDs game, but... Yeah, that was was out, I will tell you, that was out before I was like really into music, hardcore. And when I found it years later, I was like... I, I don't know how I missed this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say 97. 97, May 20, oh. 1997. You got it. That, I was, uh, that is still one of my favorite albums of all time. I was 10 when that came out. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Your, well, you know, the thing is, like, back then, our age difference would have been a big thing. Like, it was, it was nowadays, dramatic, it totally yeah. is invisible, but. <laughs> I, was, I was 10, and. Yeah. Man, 97? Yeah, I Jeez. was, I think I was a freshman in high school. I hadn't even moved into the house that my parents are in now. Jeez. Mm. Anyways, so Dave Grohl's signature guitar. Yeah. Eat it Man. up, the rich among you. I could I could really like talk about this guitar music era thing for a <laughs> long time. And it, that was like, those are the days of like, that's when Queens of the Stone Age hit and Audio Slave and Incubus was really big then. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that stuff was just popular music was guitar music. Right. And I, I miss it. 
Well, the, <laughs> the thing there is, is like, still all guitar the, music. I mean, there's, there's still a lot of really great guitar music, but yeah. it's just not in the public eye anymore. But do we need the public eye anymore? I mean, that's the other part of this. Is uh, kind of yeah, I, that's a good point. Because do you now, listen to FM radio broadcasts? Hell no. No, if I do, it's NPR. <laughs> like, I I know, never learned news. how to use the radio in my car. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I in fact I did. It still pr- got the presets from the previous owner. <laughs> <laughs> Mine still has whatever the factory presets were, which I understand is when you first turn on the radio. In in my my car is a Ford, so it has the Ford touch control yeah. sync thing. It turns on and it scans and grabs the six loudest stations. When you huh. first enable, like when you first turn the key, interesting. So where, which I guess I got the car in Dover, so it would have picked up the Dover, New Hampshire, the the six closest station. I didn't program anything else until I, I'm gonna say like less than three months ago. My wife was riding in the car with me, and she wanted to listen to NPR, oh, and she programmed the NPR station as the first preset. And before that, it was like if if the radio ever came on by accident, it would be blaring some like some weird country thing or something. Yeah, which is it's so weird because like I was I was on the radio in college, and I was really yeah. into it then. And like, but I and that was kind of where I drew the line. But I any NPR shows I want to listen to are in podcast form. <laughs> so right, I can listen to those on and demand. I, I'd sooner listen to nothing than listen to my car radio. Oh, me too. Yeah. Well, I, or like I, I said, sometimes sometimes the news, if it's time for the news, you know. But besides that, I've always got podcasts that I want to listen to <laughs> because yeah, I don't just don't have time to do them all. I mean, my job is listening all the time, so I can't play them while I work or anything. Some people right. can. I, I can't play them while I work either because I have to like read other things and I oh, the language part <laughs> of your brain. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. A huge digression. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, Dave Grohl guitar, $3,700. Buy it, don't buy it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, a Does new Dave Kickstarter. Does Dave Grohl get a cut on that? Like, what's the royalties on having a signature model guitar? That's a really good question. I'd be interested to know. Because I, hmm. I want one. I mean, I don't even know what it would be. I mean, it would be a Telecaster. Mine would. Like, would you go for, would you call up Fender and say, like, uh, recreate the telly that I have? Well, or no, you, because I bet they one? could build me a more ideal telly than the one I have. I mean, the one I have Maybe. is made by me from parts, yeah. and it's cool. But I would. There's always you could always go cooler. Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> want them to make me like a custom shop one. And of course, I'd, I'd probably want to just grind my body shape into it and wear the paint off of it for like 20 years, and then have them make that. Right. Okay. Because so, sure. I would want mine to be one of those actual <laughs> guitars that's like already worn. <laughs> Yeah, that's the kind of guy Relic. I am. <laughs> uh, hey, it's starting to snow. Oh, good. Welcome to New England. Yeah, my parents are most of the way through Pennsylvania right now. Um, good. So they're on the far edge of where there's winter weather. There's nothing nothing going on here, so. Hmm. That's good. Travel. <clears throat> anyway, wow, 22 minutes later. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Timber uh, cases. Timber is that? How do you say that? Timber, timber. I would both. say timber. timber oh no, you're right. It's timber, like like it's the musical timber, term. like the yes, like the the sound, the harmonic the, the character of, sound, of a particular yeah. sound. Hmm. T- 
timber. But I definitely Tim- read timber. I, I'm Tim mildly Bray. dyslexic, so give me a break. <laughs> it's also mildly 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so these uh, this is a, a Kickstarter campaign out of Canada. And uh, they're, they're seeking... Um, Thirty thousand Canadian dollars. Uh, there's fifty backers right now. Twenty one days to what, go. What's that in real money? I don't know. Uh, they're almost at nine thousand bucks Canadian bucks. But these are super tough, really rugged uh, dreadnought acoustic guitar cases. And these are like you never see like a somebody carrying around like a cello that's like right. coming off an airplane. It looks like those kind of cases. Like I travel with my cello, so go ahead. Yes. So shoot yeah. bullets at this. Exactly. It's made from a thermoformed uh, 3.1 millimeter aerospace grade Kydex, which I don't know anything about. It, it's uh, It seems like super, super tough plastic. Some fancy aerospace mm-hmm. grade mm-hmm. plain plastic. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just well, like it's, it's, it's a Kydex, super ballsy Derek. case. Right. Derek, it's Kydex. Kydex. It's K-Y-D-E-X. Kydex. Kydex. How much you want to bet that's made from 3M? Yep. <laughs> uh, so this it's cool though. It's got like really nice features that I wish a lot of cases had, like fully recessed latches and hinges. And the hinges yes. are torqued to prevent the lid from slamming down. So you can kind of crack oh. it open and it'll stay. So it, oh, it, wow. it, and so you, it stays if, like, in push position. It shut. Yeah. yeah. So you can have it open a little oh, bit. Because wow. how often is your like at least I remember at gigs and stuff, your case always ends up on top of some other weird unshapely thing. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and you're like you, the, and the, the lid is like tipping it back. And anyway, so it's got uh, wheels uh, on the bottom and like a headstock handle for like luggage style rolling. So you can just tow it behind you. Water resistant seal. So it's basically got a big O ring in it uh, to keep the water out. And there's a humidity control pocket for the Diodario uh, Humida Pack. Have you seen those? Yes. So it's got a little like, you know, pocket shaped just for those. And if you uh, go for the Kickstarter, if you contribute, you get uh, like a pack of the Humida packs. You get a a set with your purchase, basically. So uh, I'm really worried they're not going to make this because the price tiers go five, thirty, and six hundred ninety nine. Holy! There's nothing between thirty dollars and seven hundred. Thirty dollars gets you you get a style pack, which is like a t shirt. Or a toque? What's a toque? I don't know. T o q u e. That's Canadian. It's something that <laughs> something that would be an alternative to one a t-shirt. Size, toque is one size fits all, so it's something you wear. <laughs> yeah. Huh. What is that? Toque. Is it some kind of oh, weather thing of for Canada? Does it resist Canadian weather? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look up the Wikipedia article on this. It's a type of hat with a narrow brim or no brim at all. Naturally. Popular from the 13th to 16th century in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, now primarily known as the uh, professional, uh, traditional headgear of professional cooks, except in Canada, oh, right. <laughs> where the term is primarily used for knit caps. There you go, the hat. <laughs> <laughs> so toque is Canadian for uh, the kind of for knit hat. cap you would wear. Yeah, if everywhere you were, else it means it's the a, kind it's of like a hat Colin Farrell cap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, anyway, so for, for seven for seven hundred dollars, you get uh, you get a case. Basically, I mean, you go from getting a hat and a t shirt to to getting a case. Uh, Three people have gotten the case. Well, it's I, very what, else, what other tier would they be? Right. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't know what else you could 
you could jump to. 750, you get a case and you get your choice of four colors. Yeah. 800, you know, it, it, they just, it gets very expensive. You know, uh, very I'm, quickly. I'm actually But this clue. is the last case you would ever need to buy. Oh, yeah. And then it's all all plush lined and stuff. It's it's very soft and fuzzy inside, very tough and ballsy outside. <laughs> yeah, Pretty cool. Only Twenty. Right. So there's there's uh, the the bigger prices. The eight hundred nine hundred dollar ones seem to be like limited edition, custom yeah. engraved versions. Right. So eight hundred bucks, you get like uh, a personalized nameplate. Mm-hmm. So like like a luggage tag, but it's like riveted to the thing, and it would have your information. Pre-printed, I think. Yeah. And then 850, there's a limited 25-unit uh, orange case. It's kind of neat looking. Oh, wow. You don't want to lose that in the airport, do you? No. Hmm. Pretty cool. Very yeah. nice. Well, um, anyone who has the power, jump in on that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure Kickstarter has something in place for uh, currency conversion. So if you did want to contribute, I'm sure oh, they would figure yeah. that out for you. Uh, but yeah. 50 backers uh, currently, at the time of recording, they're almost at 9,000 Canadian dollars, seeking 30,000. With they're 21 days to of, go, yeah, ending yeah. December 17th. It's a Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Anyway. EST. EST. So, uh, what time is it? Have you seen the... Tr- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, moving it along, right. moving it along. <clears throat> hey, it's time for the Pedal Genie uh, three hours. <laughs> it's getting longer every time we do it, isn't it? And well, we just we we like it so much. We like it so much. No, all right. And and we get all the cool stuff that we want to talk about and share with everyone. That's right. So. Pedal Genie sponsors our podcast. Um, it's pedalgenie.com and you can go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control uh, to find out some specific stuff about what we've had in and out and, and so on. But what is this thing? Just the facts. Pedal Genie is the Netflix of guitar pedals. So for just $34.95 a month, you have one pedal out at a time. And guess what? The first month is only a dollar to try it out. Uh, you can probably go through quite a few pedals for just a dollar on that plan. Quite a few really nice pedals. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> they not, have it's some not, real gems It's not there. crappy stuff. It's That's right. Really high-end gear. So so you go onto the website and you make a wish list, picking out from the many hundreds of pedals that they have available, the sort of things that you'd like to try out. And then once your wish list has at least 10, I believe, uh, you can make your account go live and start using the service right away. Uh, they'll send out your first pedal. Uh, you can also join the new Pedal of the Month Club, which is uh, one pedal a month from a curated list of cool gear, and they've even got it broken down into categories for you. So if there are certain things you're really interested in, or maybe a, a, some categories like switchers, things like that that you're absolutely not interested in, um, they'll be sure not to send you any of that stuff. And then you don't have to maintain your own wish list. And let's see, we've got tons of gear from great manufacturers such as Earthquake Devices, Walrus Audio, Keeley, T-Rex, Seymour Duncan, to name just a few. There's also Pedal Genie Pro, where you have three pedals out at a time. Send any of them back whenever you want and get a, get the next one. Um, so basically three going in a, in a cycle. And that is just $59.95 a month. So basically three for the price of two. Last fact. Last fact. I know. I hear you, Derek. You keep trying to nope, cut in. Nope, but there's just, one, nope. more, one more fact. The Pedal Genie buyout options... When you decide that you love the pedal that you've got out and you just want to keep it, you let them know, send them an email, and they'll offer you a buyout price based on how old the pedal is, how old your subscription is, 
how long you've been yep. a member essentially, um, and give you some really great deals on very, very lightly used pedals and one that you've got in your hand right now. Very lightly used by you. By, by you. <laughs> yeah. And, and we've had. You just keep been, it. We've been doing this for months now, and I've never seen a pedal with even a scratch on it. Oh, no way. It's yeah. I got one pedal great. that had, had some Velcro on it, which is still perfectly acceptable. Oh, that's interesting. It was actually, it was the fuzzy side too. It wasn't even the. The oh, scratchy side. Backwards Velcro. By the <laughs> it way, was weird. that's backwards. If you do it that yep. way, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> but uh, I've gotten some, I, I know that they buy like some blemish, like B-stock, right. chip in the paint kind of pedals from the manufacturers. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and otherwise, like this one I have here is brand new. And I think the general community uh, that subscribes to Pedal Genie knows, hey, this isn't my pedal. Oh I yeah. Should, well, you know, and try the, and take some care of it. And there are also people it, who give a shit about gear because how right. would you find yourself subscribing to this if you didn't? So you, you're, point, the, yeah. you're the type of crowd who takes care of it. Yeah. And uh, one thing I, I just read uh, yesterday: Pedal Genie is now doing holiday gift subscriptions. So, oh, wow. for the pedal nerd in your life, you can prepay for like three, six, twelve months. Wow, of that's Pedal really Genie, neat. Pedal Genie Pro, anything like that. So head the head to the website for that. Pretty and, uh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. So what a great gift, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm. Um, I actually have a pedal, um, and I have not had a chance to even plug it in yet because things have been crazy, work related, and then getting ready for the holidays. So I, I'm, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it for the next episode because I'm on. Like I've got myself on a bad one. schedule where the new pedals are arriving like the day before we record, and I just don't have time to really give it a good go. Um, so I'm gonna hold it for the next episode and try to get myself on a better send and return cycle with these pedals so that I'm not <laughs> having to. Oh wait! Send them at the wrong times. What? Is there an effects loop joke right here? Oh. <laughs> All right, write in on the Facebook post for this episode your effects loop jokes, and we'll select the best uh, one. What are we going to give the person who has the best one? A shout out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you well, did just say send and return, and we're talking about effects. And uh, yeah, ah. there's something good in there. <laughs> Tell us what we should have said right now on yeah. the episode. It's it's early. Yeah. All right. So Derek, what have you what have you got this week? Uh, I had another pedal from uh, the very early days of creating my wish list, uh, the Hoof Reaper Fuzz from Earthquaker Devices. So this pedal is, uh, it's got three foot switches, and there's basically two Earthquaker pedals in one enclosure. So you've got the Hoof Fuzz and the Reaper Fuzz, and they're just sharing enclosure space. What's cool is you can uh, have either of them on or both on at the same time. The third foot switch is an octave up, which we all know is the coolest guitar sound so, so ever it's like, made. It's like 2.1 pedals in one enclosure. Yes, uh, and you can use the octave individually as well. So you can have wow. just the octave up. It's awesome. So the, the uh, Reaper side of this is kind of based on the tone bender, and it's a much more distortion-like fuzz. It's, it's not really as out of control as some fuzzes can get. It's got like a really nice crunchy jangly kind of fuzz drive thing going on. Uh, good for like a boost, good for just like a solid rhythm sound. But if you crank the fuzz, it will get really kind of woolly and just classic blown out tone bender. Three knobs on that fuzz, tone, and level. The tone kind of works in reverse. So like you would think like on the left on the left side of the pedal would be like bassy and the 
trebly would be on the right side because you like crank it clockwise. Right. Usually you, it's it's sort of it's, a filter. Right. It's it's the reverse. So as you dial it up, you're adding bass, kind of. Oh. It's huh. pretty cool. It sounds great. Super loud. Is that a feature really? of the tone bender? Like it might be that's because what the tone bender circuit was not, made like. It could be. I'm not too familiar with the tone bender, but it's it's not the case on the other on the hoof side. So speaking of the hoof side, this is a big muff style fuzz on this side. So two very different fuzzes sharing one box. Uh, this has level fuzz tone and shift knobs. The shift kind of uh, adjusts the space that the tone knob is adjusting. Right on. Yeah. So, so, so the, t- sort the of shift is like the a knee. cue. You're changing the knee kind of position of the... Yeah. Just between these two knobs, there is an infinite number of sounds, and they're all really usable, I think. You can make it sound like really thin and fizzly, like, you know, kind of like coming through a telephone or an old mm-hmm. radio, or it can be really dark and scoopy and everywhere in between. All those really awesome classic Big Muff sounds are available here. And it gets really fuzzy. You can dial it back, and it's just kind of like a little extra on top. But it's it, and then you can have them both on, which is absurd. <laughs> it's just completely <laughs> out of control. Pair that, that with the octave. That, that tone control. <laughs> there it is. Uh, <laughs> that is an interesting thing. So I've never played a fuzz that had that sort of sweepable, shiftable tone circuit in it and I bet I would love that because I you often you would probably really love this pedal I, and I know like we've talked about fuzz a bunch of times yeah. and how it's weird for us a little bit this is so far the coolest fuzz pedal I've played yeah uh, it's the fuzzes so I usually like it's face. because they've hit that they've hit this sweet spot with the mid-range that it's yeah. usable in my opinion right um, Big and being able a, to sweep a, that that's probably you know being able to tailor it to your guitar and your amp yeah, um, big muffs have a tendency to get lost in the mix. Yeah, because of that, uh, or old big muffs did. This solves that problem, and it it does that really great, like smashing pumpkins big muff mm-hmm. thing. It does the David Gilmore big muff thing. It's it's so cool. So then the octave is just one thousand percent cool. It's it's just an, <laughs> an analog octave up, so it's not tracking. It's and bold. It sounds, it it's sounds just very putting bold on the whole metal. Yeah, bold italics. Bold italics. <laughs> <laughs> Underscore. Strike through. <laughs> so, uh, well, what that was a weird is, bit. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it. Yeah. Uh, so it's analog octave up, so it's not not right. tracking or anything. It doesn't jump weirdly. Uh, when you play below the twelfth fret, it sounds really tinny and harsh and like almost like a ring mod. There is some like ring mod. Uh, available sounds hmm. on this pedal. Uh, but above the 12th fret with the neck pickup is just the best. It's like that really great squeaky, like f- like squelchy Jack White kind of sound. Yeah. Oh, man. this th- It made me want to just play every like slow blues, fuzzy, blown up octave, like Jack White style song I know. Right on. <laughs> so what I did for the demo... I don't know. Have you heard that yet? Did you have a chance to hear? <laughs> no. No. Sorry. <laughs> I knew the answer to that. Uh, what I did was, uh, because there are so many sounds in this, I did a rhythm track and a lead track over the drums. Right. So you'll, you'll hear two guitars. It's same, same. It was, I was playing my Strat. So the rhythm side, which you'll hear first, is the uh, tone bender side, the, uh, the Reaper sound, mm-hmm. which I dialed in kind of dark. And then the lead is the Big Muff side, 
kind of scooped, but with the octave up, neck humbuck, neck uh, pickup, twelfth uh, fret business. Yep. It's, it's just it's so much fun singing, soaring, juice. And but then it like it's it got this weird like almost noise gate like squish to it. Oh yeah, it Fuzzes will just have stop. that in them. Like, well, no, it's it's the octave that does it. Oh, it's like it huh. just stops, just kind of puts the squeeze on on your notes after a while. And the fuzz like helps if you're using the octave alone. Uh, that happens way more. So if you're playing soft, nothing's coming through. It just fizzles but out. The fuzz brings all that sustain into it. You're right. So this is it's really cool. Uh, the street price on it, I think, is like three hundred bucks. But you're getting two already existing Earthquaker pedals. Two and a half. Right, exactly. So, And you can buy the Hoof, or you can buy the Reaper, or you can buy the Hoof Reaper. Huh. <laughs> Does that have a really high current draw or anything? I mean, fuzzes are really um, simple circuits, generally. It is, and this pedal looks large. It's, it's a very like double-wide yeah. pedal. I opened it up, and the circuit board is just... There's a lot of empty space inside of here. Well, it's and about it spreading out those foot switches, right? That's most of it, yeah. yeah. And these raging white laser beam LEDs. <laughs> white, huh? <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I, I like it a lot. Really solid click. Is it, um, is it just 9 volts? Yep. Yep. 9 volt, standard, just uh, DC, center negative. Sounds awesome. Really awesome. A glowing review. I like it. Yay. Yay. So anyway, yeah. Tone Control is brought to you by Pedal Genie, as usual. And uh, we thank them for their sponsorship and sending us all kinds of cool gear. Wicked. So did did you say what you have out right now? Even though I you didn't tried say it? it on the show, should I? Because I was going to save it for next week, and I didn't know if I should tease it. Do you want me yeah, to tease not? it? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I was going to tell you something really cool about that, because... Uh, like I said to you before we started, when I was shopping for distortion pedals, I was thinking about buying this one. Oh, yeah. Or trying it out anyway. So here it is. Um, Check out where the LED is on that thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> notice that until now. I've only looked at the pedal for a second. So I have the Iron Horse distortion from Walrus Audio. Um, it's a three-knob distortion. There's a switch that has a three-way position. I don't know what it does because it's not labeled, and I have not looked up the manual yet. <laughs> uh, and the LED is right on the eye of this um, very cool like, horse artwork that's on the yeah. front here. So he's apparently going to shoot me with his eye laser when I turn him on. <laughs> Don't look directly into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to check this out. Cool. So that'll be that'll be on the next episode. That'll be next week. Or ne- two weeks, whatever. Who whatever knows? The hell we do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, so before we continue, I meant to tell you this at the beginning of the show, but I forgot. Uh, And I was going to tell you before we started recording, and I said, no, (laughs) I'll wait until we record. I forgot anyway. I got, last night, I got Bias for iPad. Oh, yeah, because they're Uh, on super sale right now. Super mega, super duper sale, 75% off. Yeah. So I got it for five hard-earned American dollars instead of 20. So So you've been able to try that out with the Apogee Jam? Yeah, I was just doing it while I was waiting for you to to get started here, and <laughs> for it's, me to get out um, of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, part of what I I realized I wanted it um, because JamUp does not have any speaker cab control. Oh, so there's yeah. there's no microphone, no cab mods, nothing. It's mm-hmm. just the amp and the pedals, which is great. It sounds awesome still, but if you want that extra control yeah. bias, is what you need. 
<clears throat> and just in the the ten minutes I spent kind of fooling around with it, it's you get a really good understanding of like being. I mean, it's not an amp in a room, but you still get to the feel between six L sixes versus EL thirty fours, and you can just yeah. A B them right there, and they they. It's awesome. That's really cool. You, you I, can add the oh yeah, between one and five tube stages. You can cold or hot bias it. You can just completely swap everything out, and it sounds so cool. They've actually got, which I think is a really underrated feature because I haven't read that much about it. Is in the bottom you have these little eight banks of presets that are just for bias, just for you to A B between while wow. you're building the amp. So eight. So you, so can, you have eight things you, that you eight, can just keep swapping and modifying. Well, you can say like, uh, I like this a lot. Let me save it, but I'll keep going. And then you can just toggle back and forth between the two on the fly or between the eight on the fly. Wow. And so you can play like, well, I really don't know if I want the British style transformer or the American style. And instead of having to commit to that decision before you move on, you can yeah. just save both options and, and easily swap between them. Wow, pretty cool. It's, it's very cool. So I, God, I should... I should totally be scooping this up. The thing is, I don't actually have an, a little iOS. I, I don't interface have an for... iOS interface. Like I, I use my bigger studio gear most of the yeah. time. Oh, that's um, the other thing. Uh, Jam up is also on sale right now, and all the yeah. expansion packs are on sale as well. I, oh, I was gonna say also, I just bought the like boutique amp expansion pack for Jam up, which has like a Doctor Z and a Matchless and a High Watt. Wow. Matchless sounds really cool. Uh, Lots of fun stuff. I Lots just, of fun yeah. stuff. Wow. Okay. Well, everybody, get on that crap. I for I don't know iOS. how long that deal is going to last. Uh, I hesitate to mention it here in case it's over by the time we publish. Yeah, that'd but, be too bad. But you put it all over the website and stuff, right? So. Yeah, I posted it last night. Also, at least last I checked, Amazon has Elixir Nanowebs for oh, six bucks a pack. Is I, it, has I it went gone on up? the morning after you posted that, and it had gone up to like eight bucks. And uh, the only one that was still six bucks was the super lights, which are nines. Oh, okay. Um, and then I didn't end up buying anything anyway. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot when, of good deals strings, on Elixir for those who yeah, use those. Yeah, Amazon's the place for those. When I when strings go on sale like that, I tend to just buy them whether or not I need them right yeah. now. Uh, I have lots of piles of strings around the house. <laughs> I might be like out of strings and just haven't realized it. <laughs> I couldn't find mine after I moved for a little while. <laughs> Forgot where I put them. But uh, I was thinking, as we kind of learn about really good deals, I do want to share those with people. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that on like the website. Be one of the and, functions and, for the Twitter page. Right. And if you hear about a really sweet deal like that, uh, send it our way and we'll re- reshare it and repost it and all that jazz. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's cool. Wicked cool. Wicked cool. Totes. Hey, that was a digression, huh? We've done a lot of that. That's okay. That's fine. No, we're fine. It's the holidays. This episode's fat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you had a thing. Yeah, so uh, yesterday uh, I got this thing in the the mail. Do you happen to... The mail? You know, the the email. The Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think? You thought I meant the right... I don't... Nobody uses that. I was like, that. Eventide did not send you a direct mail postcard. No, they about didn't. This. <laughs> um, so, but what we're talking about here is Eventide released a pedal called the H9 Max.
so the H9 is sort of a um, a kind of does-it-all uh, algorithmic kind of reverb and delay kind of system. I think it does distortions and does stuff Does it do too. other things too? I, I guess I... Yeah. Oh, the pitch I, shifting, and I, they, they seem to have a lot of kind of modulations and time-based really effects. Really wild modulations, yeah. like, yeah, um, cool, like you said, cool reverbs and delays. And- so the H9 Max is going to be basically an H9 pedal, but it will receive forever software updates, so it will always contain all of their algorithm effects. So every right. time they make a new algorithm, you can download it into your H9 Max forever. I mean, assuming Eventide still exists, I guess. <laughs> but but that's that's what, what the promise here. Um, so it contains every sound from all their stomp boxes, uh, space, pitch factor, time factor, mod factor. Apparently there's a lot of factors going on at Eventide. That's what they call those, yeah. those big pedals they make. Um, um, so basically this and, guy... Oh, I also read there's so, some compression pedal they make too that has all that oh, neat. built in as well. Yeah, so the the... The pedal design is, um, it has a tap tempo switch and then sort of an active and bypass switch. So there's two switches. There's sort of a jog wheel, um, which might also be a button on the front. And then there's a couple of different buttons. They're, they're basically, it's, it's giving me this like Super Nintendo controller kind of feel because yeah. it, there's, so yeah. one button says hot, hot knob and the other one says presets. So those are probably modifying what the jog wheel does. And then there's X, Y, and Z. And Which I think must be to control the parameters of your sound. Right. So you're going to be selecting sort of and then using the jog wheel to modify and then saving also, again. I think the preset button adjusts what the foot switches do. Oh, yeah. It might do that. Right. So, so you could I, be switching I was watching up and a demo down presets. And you, you, I, think, I don't think there's a bank down, which is kind of weird, but you bank up through your presets mm-hmm. and you hit the left foot switch to activate it. Right. So we've got uh, mini, MIDI in, out, through, so it can be synced up um, for all those time-based effects. Stereo input and output. Uh, it's got an expression. 9 to 12 volt DC, so apparently it'll take almost anything, <laughs> which is strange. Um, and it says 4.5 watts. I make Whoa. special mention of that. 4.5 watts. That is like usual stomp boxes are in the milliwatt kind of range. So yeah. just understand that you're going to be giving this is a high wattage. It needs its own. It probably needs its own it, thing. It, but if you have a, yeah. I mean, there are there are pedal power supplies that give like have a high wattage output or something. So um, that's crazy. That's definitely what this will need. Um, did I mention USB? Probably. It also comes with computer software, which I'm going to just assume is Mac PC. Windows, oh, Windows, Mac, or iOS. Um, right. Their their control app communicates to the pedal probably with the uh, USB, but also can do it wirelessly with Bluetooth. So the pedal has Bluetooth built in. It can share algorithms with up to four other H9 pedals. Well, it must be through the MIDI M- port, right? MIDI, maybe. It might be communicating which preset to be on and everything with the other pedals. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it the, if the other pedals have USB on them, then they could do it that way too. Maybe, yeah. Wow. Um, as, of course, True Bypass and uh, has a built-in tuner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while we're at it, throw a tuner <laughs> throw, in there. <laughs> throw a tuner in that sucker. It's probably just a one line of code, so why not? Yeah. Um, and so this this is... Wild. Um, oh, street price seven hundred dollars. Yeah. So it's sitting right here on on uh, musician's friend um, for seven hundred dollars. It. I think it comes out this Friday, doesn't it? 
It's a Black Friday uh, launch. Reserve today, expected to ship on the 28th of November. Yeah. So, the, yeah, so this is a pre-order. Um, and like I said, that, like, do we know the, what's the price on the H9, the not max? Uh, I think it's like 600 it's it's or 500 it's it's not much it's not cheaper so they're not so really charging say, that are, much of a premium to give you updates forever for life yeah there are three h9 pedals there's an h9 core which is like in the two to three hundred range which has one algorithm okay and i think you get a coupon or something for one other oh so you buy that they're like it's like an in-app purchase for your pedal right but i think <laughs> the core can only hold like the two or something. Mm, okay. So uh, so you you can't just pay for it and get yeah. everything later. Yeah. Um you would need one of the the two larger pedals for that. Right. So then the, the regular the H9 physical specs. The re- right. regular H9 which is probably the same software as this one, probably the same software and hardware as this one. Um It's all the same enclosure and all the, all the H9s are the same shape and size. Well, I just mean like yeah. the difference between In, the core the like you're saying yeah. the core version was limited. Um, yeah. The the regular H nine probably isn't limited, but the, what you're paying for with the Max is it's the same physical hardware. It's just getting the updates. That's how I interpreted right. that. You're kind of prepaying for your right. sounds. So yeah. this this will hold 500 presets, and it comes with 99 <laughs> from the factory. Unreal. Yeah, and so you can. <laughs> That's why you might want MIDI control. Yeah, to and more this is this is going to be um, there. There, you know, a community of sharing presets and stuff will surely erupt around this pedal. Should we talk about the ridiculous one? <laughs> the ridiculous model. That's what I was just about to bring up. Okay, because well, it's a it's a contest. <laughs> this isn't something. Oh, you can, is it? Yeah, I mean, there's oh, probably okay. you can you can buy them, but. Um, I'm gonna click. That's why I shared that particular link. So what I got in the in my email was um, th- this was sort of just a mailer explaining um, the the uh, H9 Max, what it is, what it's for, the whole deal with everything I've just explained. Um, mm-hmm. Free updates forever, essentially being the main difference. Um, and there's a you know a pre-order now button, but um, right now they're offering a. There's a limited edition 24 karat gold plated H9 Max, um, and there's a whole there, there's a video demoing the eight, the Eventide H9 Max, and then there's another video just talking to the metallurgist who apparently the owner of Eventide came to with this thing where I want a gold plate, and he has like a special gold plating process. That is like it's like a seven-step process and involves copper and nickel and then finally gold. And it, it's very it makes the expensive gold. Process. It's a very expensive <laughs> process. And he stresses that a bunch. It's very costly, very costly, he keeps saying. Uh, but apparently it yields a very hard surface. So it is 24 karat gold, but it is not as soft as 24 karat gold would normally be. So it's a little more I resilient. Love gold. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if you want a completely corrosion-resistant Eventide H9 Max, um, I, I guess you got sweaty shoes. Yeah, I don't know if these are <laughs> the retail value for this is a thousand dollars. That's it. Like, so the street price on the other one is seven hundred. Yeah. So it's only wow. Well, it's okay. a very thin layer. I'm telling you, plating is yeah. a very oh, thin layer of gold. <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, we'll include a link in the show notes. Um, but you can enter a contest to win a limited edition 24 karat gold. Uh, H9 Max pedal, 
Um, you basically go to this website, you enter your first and last name and email address, uh, and then you answer a couple of questions. Basically, it just proves that you watched their demo videos. Yeah, it's it's kind of a quiz. You have to really pay attention. Right, they, there are multiple choice <laughs> questions. If yeah. you get it right, then you get entered into the contest. <laughs> yep. Uh, the winner will be selected uh, January 5th and announced on their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash eventide, which means I should probably follow facebook.com slash eventide since I entered the contest. Oh, you did? Yeah, didn't you? you didn't, Not yet. You don't, you, don't want, you don't want to pedal? <laughs> well, I watched the video like in the background and I saw the questions and I was like, I don't know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just watch the videos. It's not a big deal. The 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 second one's short. The first one's seventeen and a quarter minutes long, but yeah, you're, he's demoing a bunch World? of different sounds and stuff. Guitar World published like a little video oh, about it. Yeah, you're it right. Was, Sorry, it is from the Guitar World YouTube channel. I thought it was terrible. Oh, he's a little <laughs> cheesy, but whatever. He's from Eventide, like which is yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when it's lines like, I'm using a Strat today, but you can use any guitar that you want for this pedal, I immediately just like run for the door. Yeah, it was pretty corny. It, it did seem yeah. like he was a little bit padding for time, too. So, anyways. It's 17 minutes long. <laughs> well, a lot of that is him playing, but he, he definitely like plays a sound and it's like, okay, we get it. Like, it's yeah. it can do any kind of fucking effect that you want. Get over yourself. No, I mean whatever. Okay. It's, it's a. It seems like a cool pedal. Even tides a. They, they make some really neat effects. So they do. All those like pitch factor, time factor pedals. Those are really yeah something. And having them all in one case, that would be wild. I mean, this would be a re- for me. This would be a super cool studio toy. Because um, oh, totally. stereo in and out, I would just have this sucker in my patch bay. Just I am su- you know I'm surprised when I see them on pedal boards because they're just so <laughs> there's so much in them and they're they're very expensive and I see them yeah. I've seen people with more than one on their pedal board <laughs> like you know like touring you know the live band for Madonna or somebody has like two of these on its board and it's like what are you doing this is, <laughs> what is it's like a thousand dollars worth of two pedals yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey pedal genie get some even tides <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's that's the Eventide H9 Max, um, which is available for pre-order, and you can win the special edition gold one. So I guess I guess the answer is sign up for the contest, and then if you don't win on January fifth, then you can order one, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool, cool. Very hey, cool. So, hey, that's, that wasn't bad. What? That, that's twenty eight. That means we're survivors. Hey, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and look, we're not even at an hour. Yeah. In 20 we, seconds we, will be at an hour. We got this sucker <laughs> in right under 60 minutes. Unbelievable. Look at us go. I didn't even Holy have to God. cut anything to get it to 60 minutes. Not that I ever do. I mean, I, I just don't care. <laughs> just you don't cut care. us sounding like idiots when we're like, uh. Yeah, I, cu- I cut some of the ums. So Is this true bypass? <laughs> <laughs> I cut the, I cut some of the parts where we realize we have no idea what we're talking about and we have to go like research the pedal for Read 10 it, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey that well that didn't seem that but pardon my wild confusion at the start of the episode. <laughs> uh and my mouthful yeah. of bagel. That was okay, right? I mean Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, you know, the first 10 minutes are yeah, kind of. You're wrong. <laughs> That's absolutely right, except for all the facts. Right. (laughs) 
Uh, You you meant well. Yeah, well, I I usually (laughs) mean well, but that doesn't always get me over the hump, you know? (laughs) Anyways. Hey, cool. So, uh, yeah. All right, so. I guess this isn't going to publish until after Thanksgiving, of course. Yeah, and I, like Uh, I said, my my folks are arriving in a few hours, and I'm definitely, so I'm definitely not going to edit this until uh, probably Sunday, which is usual. Happy Thanksgiving from the Tone Control, I would say. Go have some Fender wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know how good the Fender wine is. Although, how do you, I mean... I don't know. Give it to me in... in bad um, wine. Like, it would actually be an interesting me. new language. It would be like a combination of the sort of language that you talk about wine in <laughs> and the sort of language that you talk about tone in. That would be so funny. So it would be like... This, it's this has of, a really clear bell-like... It's a bell-like, <laughs> but kind of warm, but also twangy with notes of apricot. <laughs> Why don't this is this is totally untapped? Like we could just somebody call SNL because like, yeah. <laughs> we could talk about wine like we talk about guitars and vice versa. Yep. <laughs> nice. That should be our goal. Maybe next episode when we're describing the pedals that we have, we'll only use wine terms. Only use food terms. Yeah. Yeah. All right. An interesting challenge. Oh, I like it. And um, you know, we, I, there's a lot of food terms that. Do translate well to guitar stuff. I know we could probably get crunchy. through the whole show too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, that's a, put a pin in that. Uh, yeah. So, all right, let's wrap this up. So, uh, thanks again to Pedal Genie. Go to pedalgenie.com/slash/tone-control uh, to find out more interesting mumbo jumbo about that and to sign up for your own wish list. Remember, it's only a dollar for the first month. Do it. It's fun. And um, yep. Uh, let's see. So follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters. You know what we're called. If you can't find us, it's really your fault at that point. 28 episodes in and you know, you know, you know. Yeah. But I mean, come on, like, (laughs) do we have to give you the web address for everything? You have to hold your hand like a fucking baby. It's terrible. I guess. Tonecontrolshow.com. God. (laughs) (laughs) What a waste of breath. Never gonna get that back. <laughs> it's like seconds of my life just cut off the top. I know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, cool. So I'm gonna try and run some errands before the snow. Okay, um, yeah. Blocks me in, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Good show. Hey, yeah. Send us your questions and and what, what did I ask? I asked for feedback on something. What did we want to know at the beginning of the show? I want to know all of it. I just I want to know what our listeners are thinking at all times. Yeah. Tell us what you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts. Yeah. What are you having for lunch? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Send us pictures of your gear. Give us iTunes reviews. Bye. Bye.